welcome to the Five and Five Live. This is the first go we've had at a new podcast. My name's Tony Burke. I've been sending out the Five and Five email for a while, about 10 years, at the end of every parliamentary sitting week in the Australian Parliament, and we thought we would have a go to see how it went uh, to record it straight after the final question time of the week finishes. So you're here at the first ever episode, more than a pilot, and the first ever guest is Sally Situ, the member for Reed. Hey, Yay. Sally. Hey, Hi, Tony. Thanks for having me. Very if it, excited. If this doesn't continue, if this goes badly, if it's only a one-episode show... It is on me. I completely. Get yep. Yep. Okay, I've, I've brought my best sparkling self. Oh, on sparkling, can I start with one of what I thought was one of the best things this week? What? Where we had that moment of a little bit of metal sparkling in the chamber... When the PM went and got the dollar coin. I kept that lucky one dollar coin in my pocket, Mr. Speaker. I kept it Order. in my pocket during the debate. Minister for Skills. During the debate, it's in the drawer. It is in the drawer. There it is. Here it is. That was very good. That yeah. was a moment. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and, and so what, what I love there, like, there are two things that I think the opposition ask questions to the PM, and I just think, why do they want to raise this? When they ask him about infrastructure, like dumb, like he knows he knows every road yeah. in the country. I agree. This is yes. true. This is true. We he he could have had a career as a GPS. Like that's <laughs> that's just who he is. Uh, but also wages, like after what they did with wages, keeping them down, they ask him a question about wages, and there, just by coincidence, at that moment, in the drawer, it was a very sweet moment. He yes. pulls out the lucky one dollar coin. Yes, yes. Um, so I. I that was one of my favourite moments for the week. I thought that was opposition leading with Chin, Prime Minister elevating the moment. Uh, speaker then saying using a props, not parliamentary. But What's the go with no props? Because didn't we see Cole come into the parliament at one stage? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, we've had lots of props over okay. the years. Okay. Um, and and the, the Speaker, Milton, you know, as he then was, um, did one of the best prop exercises ever where Scott Morrison kept referring to his government as Muppets and at one moment four Muppets appeared <laughs> in the room. Uh, and I, So I, I think Milton as Speaker has made sure that um, everyone will behave better than he ever did at his Oh, worst. right. Okay, yes. That's, that's where we're at. Uh, what about your best stuff for the week? Well, because I am your inaugural guest and I would like to come on this podcast Another time, I'm going to say that uh, my best uh, moment of this week was certainly seeing you and my other Labor <laughs> colleagues uh, supporting the Wiggles in the Great Hall. Uh, it was uh, quite a moment and um, very, very lovely to be part of that. It was for, it was for uh, the parliamentary launch of Parliamentary Friends of Children's Storytelling. We're actually recording this in what is both my office and what yesterday afternoon was the green room for the oh, Wiggles. Oh, fantastic. Uh, but I, uh, I suspect their songs have never been played with quite as much distortion as we, <laughs> as we managed yesterday. And uh, um, there probably weren't quite as many uh, middle-aged politicians de- bopping away to hot potato. That's, it did uh, go off. Yes, it, it did, did go off. Um, but it is uh, it does demonstrate the in- the need for supporting Australian artists. And so very, very proud of all the work that you're doing in the creative arts space, um, making sure that we have another version of the Wiggles hopefully come up or another version of Regurgitator, who I'm a big fan of and saw recently 
at UNSW Roundhouse. Um, so, th- yeah, the work that you're doing there is amazing. Well, I reckon last night we gave the contrast. We provided people with professional artists. We provide people with, while we are the greatest pub rock band in the Australian you Parliament, are, yes. we fall short of being professional artists. People can see the difference live on stage to know the importance of a decent cultural policy. Uh, you would have heard more of these speeches than me this week. We've had a big debate on The Voice. Yes. Which speeches have stood out? Um, so I I think The Voice speeches were both uh, – demonstrated both the best and worst of our parliament. Um, certainly there were some incredibly moving speeches um, from the member for Lingiari, the member for Higgins, who um, every time she talks about the voice, she gets quite emotional and choked up. Right. Um, as well as um, the the member for Robertson, who talked about Gordon his Rangier, yeah. grandmother. Oh, of course. Um, I remember her in the chamber for his first speech. She's yeah. just an extraordinary woman and everyone loves Auntie Robin. Um, and they they just elevated this discussion um, and just made me really proud to be be part of the Labor Caucus. Uh, but certainly on on the other side of the, the chamber, um, we we saw speeches that um, really tried to spread disinformation. Um, and I, I just think that at a time when it could have been a unifying moment, um, they really tried to divide us. Although I do, um, I do think that the the speeches by uh, Julian Lisa and Bridget Archer were um, extraordinary and courageous. The one, the one that I managed to be in the chamber for was one today from the PM, where where it started, like just really calm, going through the facts, and as it went on, it built, it built, and built, and. Like I'm, you're used to the fact that on budget night and budget reply, each side will stand up and applaud. The spontaneous applause that happened at the end of the yeah. at the end of the PM speech today, I don't think I've seen anything like that before. It was really a moment. It was. I have to say, it was quite emotional. So I did tear up um, during that speech. But that I think symbolises the ability for this referendum to be that moment for yeah. this country. Yeah. yeah. Now, the other one I want to mention just in terms of questions on worst. Different members of parliament, there are some things I said before about leading with their chin. What possessed Paul Fletcher to ask a question about Badgerys Creek Airport, (laughs) which involved the decision for the Leppington Triangle? Like, do they have a committee that works this stuff out? It was extraordinary. It was extraordinary, absolutely. (laughs) And once again, it was an infrastructure question to the PM. But, you know, the PM was straight there. So you took land worth $3 million and you bought it for $30 million. Mm. But it's where they wanted to take us. Do you, did you think Peter Dutton was getting crankier this week? I thought it was an, an angrier week than I've seen previously. Yeah, I think the contrast between an angry opposition leader and a prime minister that was rising to meet this extraordinary moment, that contrast was really obvious today. Yeah. Yeah, there was there was one moment where the interjection came out from um, uh, from Rob Mitchell, where you know that old Snickers ad. Oh um, yes, yeah, you're, you're not yourself when you when you're hungry. So he starts yeah. calling out, "Have a Snickers!" To uh, and there were some some interjections today from Chris Bowen as well. Chris, oh, and sorry, I'll oh, give me do Jim first. Mr. Speaker, they have questions from up the back. 
about how they want more people coming to Australia and then up the front about how they want fewer people coming to Australia. And that's because they've been busted trying to play two different tunes with the same dog whistle, Mr Speaker. You and I, we both come from parts of Sydney, highly multicultural, really diverse and... And that should be an asset yes. to this country. Yes. Yeah, I, I agree. And it is unfortunate that they've had to resort to this um, same old tactic that they've come to every time they looks they look like they're down in the polls or they're not going to win an election. This kind of blame the foreigner tactic pops up. Yep. Yeah, that absolutely. Absolutely. There were there were questions at the end which I have no idea. We had two questions today about the Victorian budget. Oh, yes, yes, there was. I, I, I suggested to uh, Josh Burns, who's the member for McNamara, that he might have started this theme because his 92nder was all about how the food in Melbourne was better than the rest of the country. So he might have set us on this, this theme of Victoria have, against you, the rest of the country. Are you going to take him to Strathfield and Burwood? Oh, well, I, I think I'll do one better. I'm going to do a couple of food tours around there. I'll film it and then I'll show him. Fantastic. Yeah. That'll teach him. That will That'll teach him. learn him. <laughs> uh, we always finish with a song of the week. Um, and It has to be hot potato, right? Oh. All right. Maybe right. it should be. <laughs> yes. Maybe we should do a wiggles. Can we do two? So one this of my favourite artists. Well, I mean, this is Alec- your podcast, so you can choose how many songs. I'm allowed? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll do two. I'll pick one, you pick one. You go first, which I think you've just done. Well, now it has to be hot potato. Oh, it could be fruit salad. Maybe fruit salad. No, no. Okay, I'll, I'll go fruit salad. I'll go fruit salad. Okay. Alex Leahy's album, I, instead of a song, I want to do the entire album. Oh, just wow. came out uh, at the very end of last week. My vinyl copy that I'd ordered online arrived in the office today, uh, but dedicated to Peter Dutton because he could learn a lot from it. For someone who's saying no to everything, the title of the album is The Answer Is Always Yes. Oh, fantastic. And so, But if you haven't had a listen to Alex Leahy's new album, strongly recommend in between running out some Wiggle songs. Okay, sounds good. Do we get to make another? What do you reckon? Another podcast? Yeah. Or do we, don't do we you have to get the listeners to decide? Or do they decide? Yeah. Please listen, although by this point they've made their decision. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's the 5 and 5 Live podcast. Thanks very much for tuning in. Uh, please like us, send us a message, wave, do something nice because I've really enjoyed this conversation. I think Sally's enjoyed yes, it. Me too, yes. Yep. We both want to come back, so please give us that chance. See ya. Bye.